What does a person who is truly blessed look like? What is the what is the portrait of a blessed person? I've had, and I'm sure you have as well, opportunities of speaking to people who often when I ask them how they're doing, they say they're blessed. And it's certainly our prayer that they are. But what are those characteristics that we should be able to discern? What, should, what characteristics, characteristics should be true of us for us to be able to truly, sincerely, and genuinely say to somebody else, we are blessed? What makes a person blessed? Well, I want to spend a little bit of time in today's sermon just looking at a number of different characteristics that would ident allow us to identify a person as being truly blessed and allow us to identify whether we have those characteristics and are blessed ourselves. I'm going to list five different ones, and of course, again, it's never an exhaustive list. For many topics on which the Bible speaks on, you could speak for weeks and months and years without exhausting the topic. But again, the title of today's message is The Portrait of a Blessed Person. The first point I want to make is this. A blessed person is a forgiven person. Listen, a person can't truly say they are blessed or a person is not even truly blessed unless that person has experienced forgiveness. In Psalm 33, 1, the psalmist says, Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise from the outright upright is beautiful. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. Who is righteous? Who is righteous? A righteous person is a forgiven person. A righteous person is a person who has trusted Christ. And because they have trusted Christ for their salvation, the righteousness of Christ has been credited to his account. Therefore, he is regarded and viewed by God. In fact, he is declared by God to be righteous. Only a righteous person, one who has the righteousness of Christ, is forgiven. And only he who is righteous and forgiven can truly and sincerely experience blessedness and truly and sincerely claim to be blessed. Let me ask you a question. Have you trusted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? If you haven't, why? You know you're a sinner. Your own conscience tells you that. You know because every time you sin, you experience that conviction. You experience that inner voice that tells you it's wrong. Why have you not trusted Jesus? You are not a blessed person unless you have been forgiven. And the only way you receive forgiveness is by trusting the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Isn't it 
a fantastic thing to know that even though you had no hope of heaven, even though the penalty of, the, of your sin is death and hell forever, God loved you so much that He made provision for your forgiveness. Christ demonstrated His love in that though you were a sinner, He came as a human in order to die on a cross and to pay the penalty of your sin. What a wonderful truth that is. That is the gospel, the good news of salvation. Are you a blessed person? Well, if you claim to be blessed, then you are claiming to be a righteous or forgiven individual. Secondly, a second characteristic of a blessed person is that that person is a trusting person. Listen to what the psalmist says in Psalm 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Do you trust the Lord? Do you trust the Lord unconditionally? Do you believe when you come to him or do you hope you believe when you come to him? That's a very big difference. Do you have faith or do you hope you have faith when you come to him? Do you believe that the God of Scripture is an awesome and powerful and great God who can accomplish the impossible, the incredible, not only in you, but in those around you and in your circumstances, regardless of what they might be. Do you trust God? If you don't, then you're not a blessed person. For the scripture said, blessed is the man who trusts in Him. Trust God. Not only with your salvation, with your soul, but now trust Him with your life. He is God, and He is far greater than anything you can ever conceive of in your mind. I often say this, and let me say it once again. If I were to gain all the knowledge about God that He reveals about Himself in Scripture, if I were able to, in my mind, learn everything there is to know about God based on what He has revealed in His Word, I would not truly know God. For all He has revealed about Himself in Scripture is this much. God is far greater than anything you can conceive of in your mind. God is so powerful that by virtue of speaking, the universe came into existence. And the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Listen, every single day that you wake up, you wake up because God is good and gives you the ability to take in the next breath. And He makes provision for you. He feeds you and cares for you. He is good. Trust in God.
We need to get away from this mindset that seems to reduce God to just another person, another man. And therefore, we fail to trust because humans are often not trustworthy. But He is not a human. He is the almighty, sovereign, awesome, fantastic, grand, magnificent God of the universe. And He loves you. And He desires nothing but the best for you. Trust Him. You will be a blessed person when you trust Him. The only way you're going to do that, my friend, is by making a conscious decision to trust Him. Even, listen, even when things do not make sense, in fact, those are the times when we need to trust Him the most. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, one of my favorite passages of all Scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. Trust God. In the midst of the chaos around you, in the midst of your busyness, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your happiness, in the midst of all the circumstances and feelings that you might experience, trust God. Then you will truly be able to say and experience blessedness. A third one I want to mention. Another characteristic, is this characteristic true of you? And do you see this in those who claim to be blessed? A blessed person is a separated person. What do I mean by that? In fact, I talked about this in some detail in a sermon I preached not too long ago. Listen to what Psalm 1-1 says. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. Listen, a blessed person is one who separates himself from that which is unrighteous and dark and evil. We don't walk away from our responsibility to the world or to our fellow humans, but we don't involve ourselves in their wickedness. Listen, the, the church has a problem today. And I'll tell you, we're all guilty of this to some extent. Depending on who we're with, sometimes people will change their behavior because of whatever it might be, peer pressure or shame or embarrassment. Or Listen, be strong for the Lord. Be strong for the people who you stand before because you are the only witness that they might see. You might be the only person who has the opportunity to not only speak the gospel to these people, but to live that gospel so that they might know that God is real and that He is indeed a good God. Stand for righteousness in the midst of unrighteousness. Be separate in that sense. Be ye holy, for I am holy, says the Word of God. What a privilege it is to be able to be salt and light in a lost and dying world. Listen, my friend, don't you ever pass up an opportunity to be truth to somebody. What a privilege that is. 
Never pass up the opportunity to give anybody a reason for the hope that is within you. But you will never be able to do that unless you are separate from unrighteousness, unless you're separate from unholiness, unless you are somebody who stands for God, not ashamed, but proud to carry the name Christian and to exemplify and manifest the joy that is yours because you are a child of God. Listen, if you're not separated in that sense, you're not a blessed person. You haven't really experienced blessedness. A blessed person is a forgiven person. A blessed person is a trusting person. A blessed person is a separated person. Don't you ever allow Satan to rob you of your testimony and your witness. That is his goal. If you're a Christian, you have a target on you, and he's going to come after you every opportunity he has in order to hinder you from being able to be a witness to others. Don't you ever allow Satan to do that. Do you know, Christian, that greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world? You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Allow the world to see the hope and joy that is yours because you are a child of the King. Don't you ever allow yourself because you're not separated to let your testimony be muddied and trampled. You stand for Christ. You stand for righteousness. You stand for holiness. And when you fail, you come to the Lord and you say, Lord, I have sinned. Cleanse me and restore to me the joy of my salvation. And move on for the glory of God and for the sake of the people whom he brings into your life every single day. Glory to God. A fourth one I want to mention. The portrait of a blessed person we're talking about. A fourth characteristic of a blessed person is that person is a disciplined person. Is a disciplined person. Listen, you just don't get saved, go to bed, and wake up the next day a mature Christian. There is a process. That never ends, by the way. It's lifelong. It's called sanctification. But if we're going to become or experience blessedness, true, deep happiness, gladness, satisfaction, fulfillment, we must be a disciplined people. Psalm 94, 12 says this. Joyful, listen, joyful are those you discipline, Lord. Those you teach with your instructions. When was the last time the Lord disciplined you? Oh, I've never been disciplined, you say. You have a problem, my friend. For if you've never been disciplined, then the Lord, you're not rightly related to the Lord because those 
who are rightly related to the Lord experience the discipline of God. Not because he's a mean God, but because he's a loving God who wishes to see you become all that he wants you to be. Listen. And discipline doesn't only come when we do something wrong or when we fall or fail. Discipline can come simply by way of instruction. How obedient, well, let me not get into that yet because I want to talk a little bit more about that later on. But listen, in order to be blessed, I must have experienced his discipline from time to time because when I am disciplined, I know that I'm close to my father and my father is close to me and he's caring for me and he's leading and guiding and directing. He's chipping away the, those aspects of my life that need to go away. See, when you come to the Lord in salvation, you come to him as you are. You don't wait to become clean before you come, you come just as you are. And from that point on, the Lord begins to chip away all those things, those impurities, those things He does not like, those things that are not good for you. It's a lifelong process. But as He chips away, He disciplines. And when He disciplines, you come out the other end a better person, a person who has been conformed more and more to the image of Christ. Do you want to be like Jesus? I do. But if I am going to be like Jesus, I must allow, in fact, look forward to the Lord's discipline. It is those times in which I know, because I know, because I know that He's active in my life, that He's involved and cares for me and is indeed working towards making me like Jesus. Don't you ever settle for mediocrity. You hear me? Don't you ever settle for less than what God is willing to give you and make of you. Forget the pink Winnebago. That is nothing. Look for the spiritual Riches that come by a relationship with Christ, by, that come by walking with Him. Listen, the goods of the earth mean nothing, are worthless in comparison to the wealth that I receive by walking with Jesus. A blessed person is, again, a forgiven person. Have you been forgiven? I mean, have you been forgiven? Have you experienced the cleansing, the covering over of your sin? Have you experienced reconciliation with God through Jesus Christ? If you're not forgiven, you're not blessed. You can't be blessed. A forgiven person, again, is also a trusting person. Do you trust the Lord? Or do you just say you trust the Lord? When you just don't know 
how this all works, are you willing to step out there and just trust God? Or do you trust Him when things are going well, but when things start going chaotic, do you all of a sudden become a whole different person who attempts to take control rather than trusting and letting God accomplish His purpose and will? A blessed person is also, again, a separated person. Be ye holy, for I am holy. And a blessed person is a disciplined person. One who has been and is regularly dealt with by the Lord. Finally, I want to say this. If you have this characteristic, then you, may, you will experience blessedness. And is this a characteristic that you see in those who claim to be blessed? A blessed person, listen to me, is an obedient person person is an obedient person listen obedience is that one thing that proves to all around you the genuineness of your faith talk is cheap folks and we have to quit being a people of talk we have to be a people of doing the word of God are you obedient to the Lord or is your allegiance nothing more than talk? Listen, your soul is at stake and so is the soul of all those people around you. Listen to what the psalmist says. Praise the Lord, how joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying His commands. Oh, glory to God. Do you fear the Lord? I'm not asking you if you're afraid of Him. Do you have reverence for the almighty, awesome God? And do you delight in doing what He says to do? You will never experience real joy till you go out there and simply do what it is that He wants you to do. Those are just five characteristics of a blessed person. That, if you find those five characteristics in a person, that is a portrait of a blessed person. Are you a blessed person? Listen, as we reach a closing of this particular message, I want to extend once again an invitation for those of you who have not yet trusted Jesus. Come to Him. He gave His life for you. Say yes to Jesus by simply saying, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I recognize I am a sinner. Lord, forgive me. Cleanse me of my sin. Come into my life. Become my Savior. I trust you now as my Lord and Savior. And I, on the authority of the Word of God, if you have genuinely prayed that prayer, Jesus is your Savior. You are His child. And now begins the process of sanctification. In order to be blessed, make sure these characteristics are part of who you are. Father, we are so grateful, Lord, for the fact that we have Your Word, for the fact that we have the Holy Spirit in us, working with us, directing us and leading us so that we might experience real, genuine blessedness. 
Father, I pray that indeed these characteristics might be true of all of us. If they're not, then we are not experiencing true joy, true happiness. May you give us a heart that desires to passionately pursue you and a heart that desires to please you. We are grateful for all you do for us every single day. May out of gratitude we ourselves, may we live lives that bring glory to you. We pray these things in the name of our blessed Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.